you fancy, fancy, stupid dancy? That's a good question. Okay, that's actually a good question. What an excellent question. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a solo episode of Creative Ops with me and only me, your host, Christopher Talon. This week, I'm going to be talking a little bit about something that uh, came up in the interview that I did with Alexis Flakes. Now, she was the last person who said, What an excellent question. Alexis is a digital content creator, editor, host, producer. She wears a lot of hats. She also... Wears a lot of earrings, which she designs. You know, she does a lot of things, and I'll just let you find her. This is where you can find her. You can find me at www.alexisflakes.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Flakes Like Frosted. So there you go. If you like Instagram like me, go check out Alexis Flakes. That's at Flakes Like Frosted. Ooh, and I want to tell you, too, that all the music you're going to hear today is uh, stuff that I just goofed around with on the guitar before I recorded, like this song here. All right, let's get into the, oh, wait, wait, hold on a second. One more little guitar thing here. There you go. Let's get into this week's show. Last week, I talked to Joe Bachheim about how awesome it is to be a rock and roller and what that's all like, along with many other things like parenting and renovating a house and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, we got into his creative process what the legal immigrants have been up to, where they're going. Long legs, red lips, staring at me. Not now, no way, you can have me. And, uh, you know, that's a, a really good one. I think you should check that interview out. It's the last one on here. And then check out that band at Legal Emmys on Instagram. This week... I've been thinking a lot about imposter syndrome. Okay, one of the things that got me thinking about it was actually I was writing a blog on my website, ChristopherTallon.com forward slash blog, and that will take you there. And the blog that I wrote is titled, I'm either an imposter or a bad motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, the, the reason I do this is because I'm not sure which one I am. Everybody who's creative, you know, there's, there's not really a, a standard per se that's just, you know, this is good and this isn't. It's more, you know, what will sell, what won't, what will sell for what, what seems to get people interested. As far as saying who's more talented, who's better, each person is themselves. But that gets you thinking because it's not like you're working in an accounting firm and you can go, oh, well, I can tell from the numbers that I'm, you know, the 17th best employee out of the 87 that work here. Any kind of artist does, uh, just has to kind of live in their own head and be told, oh, I like this or I don't like this and choose whether to value those opinions or not. But what got me really into it was I took a little quiz 
that says, are you gifted or do you have ADD? It was actually a test for parents to take to assess their children before they go and try to get them medicated, which... Medication isn't a bad thing per se, but if you're thinking about medicating yourself or a child for ADD, my two cents, you know, talk to talk to somebody who can determine whether or not they need it and then push for starting at the smallest possible dose and then working up and not going the other way because that's what happened to me when I was a kid and I ended up going to school like drooling, literally drooling on my desk because I was so drugged out on ADD medicine. I took this quiz, getting back to what I was talking about. I took this quiz that was basically, are you gifted or, well, is your kid gifted? Is your kid gifted or does your kid have ADD? And I looked at it from how I behaved when I was a kid. And I answered more in the gifted than the ADD side by a lot. But something that is kind of, I was going to say parallel, but I guess it's more like the antithesis to or the antonym of being gifted. There's something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. I was like, yay, I'm gifted. But then I saw this thing about Dunning-Kruger effect, which is also, you know, closely related, or at least it's talked to in the same convers- talked about in the same conversations as the uh, imposter syndrome. Because imposter syndrome is basically not feeling like you're talented or feeling like any success that you do have is unjustified and it's, you know... Just, you know, like having that loop in your head of like, I'm a piece of shit. So (laughs) that's imposter syndrome. But there is something opposite of that, which I was worried about. I might have fallen in that category by answering gifted on so many things. Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect. I can pull up a Britannica definition here. In psychology... A cognitive bias whereby people with limited knowledge or competence in a given intellectual or social domain greatly overestimate their own knowledge or competence in that domain relative to objective criteria or to the performance of their peers or of people in general. (laughs) Imposter syndrome is when talented people think they're not talented and Dunning-Kruger effect is the opposite. So now that I've gotten in my own head thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe I was just misunderstood all these years. Maybe I actually am the creative genius that I, deep in my mind, hope to be. Okay, so let's just assume for a second that I don't have Dunning-Kruger. Um, okay, I saw something on a website called Healthline. And they said that you may develop imposter feelings if, as a child, you were pressured to do well in school. And something that Alexis and I talk about next week is we went to a high-pressure high school where it was like, you have to go to college or you're a failure in life. We all felt that. Being compared to siblings. I was a bad student. I did not want to be in school. I did not want to do the work. And I barely ever did. I mean, I went to school, but I didn't do the work, and I made it hard for my teachers and the people around me, and I'm sure that there were a lot of people who were glad to never see me again when I was out of high school. What the fuck am I talking about? But my sister, she was the opposite. She was, I'm going to stay up late, make sure that I got every answer correct. I'm going to read every word of every reading that was assigned. 
and I'm going to study for hours to make sure that I get A's on my tests. So I think my parents naturally are like, what? what's going on here? Why can't, well, she does this. How, why are you having so much trouble? It wasn't like, why can't you be like your sister, you miserable piece of shit? If it was like that, that would have... I would be I would have something worse than just <laughs> imposter syndrome, probably. Emphasize your natural intelligence. Now that's something that my teachers and my parents did to me all the time. That he's so smart, but he just doesn't apply himself. And you know, so that if you heard stuff like that, or oh what a smart kid. He's so smart. She's so smart. And your whole identity became you're smart. Which is another thing I should, as a as a former teacher, as an educator, as a parent, don't tell your kids how smart they are. Tell them how resilient they are. Tell them what a good job they do working through something that's hard. Because then they'll find their identity in being the person who works hard, perseveres, rather than being the person who just gets it and is smart and should do well. That's a whole other batch of problems, but, you know, whatever. I just had to say it. If you've ever had your mistakes sharply criticized, I mean, again, I'll go back to that high school that I went to that was uh, uh, just a college factory. They they let you know that, you know, failing something is the worst thing in the world. Getting anything under a B means you're a slacker, blah, 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 blah. So I scored pretty good on that. But, you know, I'm, I'm feeling more towards imposter syndrome. Which doesn't make me feel good about that either. I, I guess I'd rather be creative and smart and yada, yada, yada than just think that I am and everybody else be like, what an asshole. But when you have imposter syndrome, you got you to gotta break through it and you got to not let it keep you down and not let it stop you from doing the things you want to do. So you got to take a little break maybe. Stretch. Breathe. Think about the physical feelings you're having when you're having anxiety or just a really stressful moment or whatever, think about those physical feelings, that ball in the top of my stomach and that feels like pressure on my chest and my neck getting really tight. Think about just how that feels and then think about how you react to those feelings. That, for me, tends to bring it down a notch. It doesn't just knock it out because when it comes to mental health, like, you know, there's there's very few just cure-alls, you know, but it's about getting back to a, a baseline state. So, do all that and yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, I do all that. Then I go, you know what? I'm putting out this podcast usually on the day that it's supposed to come out, usually around the time that I want to get it out. I wrote a book. And oh, yeah. My book's going to come out this next summer, 2022. Let's talk about that. Transition music. So my book will be coming out next year, 2022. And uh, as things develop, I'll do cover reveals and all that fun stuff. But in the meantime, just start uh, start remembering that for Christopher Talon's birthday, which is in May, one thing you could do that would be really nice for him as a gift pre-order his book when it comes time. I'll let you know more about all that. And you can also find out more about my book at the website, ChristopherTallon.com. Go to, I can't remember, it's either like the book that I'm writing or Switch. There's a little tab for it. Just go, you can figure it out. You're, you're smarter than I am. Go for it. 
I guess in the meantime, give yourself a break. If you're feeling imposter syndrome or if you're worried about Dunning-Kruger, <laughs> you f- fancy, pantsy, stupid dancy. Give yourself a break. Don't beat yourself up. (laughs) And uh, maybe study imposter syndrome, study Dunning-Kruger, or just study how to to relax yourself if you get too worked up like I did. You can also go read the blog. It's fun because I took all the four-letter words that start with F and end with K and put asterisks in between the S and the Ks. It's kind of a game to see which ones are dirty and which ones aren't. Imposter syndrome is something that creative people, if not all people, deal with. Don't forget that, but also remember to deal with it in a healthy way. Check out my blog. I have links to things from there, too, that can help you out if you're one of the people that uh, swirls in your own head about things like this. And don't forget to pre-order my novel in a couple of months, and I'll tell you all about that. So, I guess that's about all I got to say today. So thank you for listening. Make sure you check out last week's interview with Joe Bachheim of The Legal Immigrants. Go back and listen to all your favorites with all the comedians, TV people, business people, musicians, artists, all of it. And next week, check out my interview with Alexis Flakes, digital content creator, editor, producer, and so many other things. Thank you all for listening. Tell a friend about the show. Rate it. Review it on the whatever you got it from. And keep coming back, man. And whoa, man. And they. All of you. Love y'all. Mwah!